0: Oh, what a way to kick off a Wednesday. It's just gone a few minutes past nine. It's Untapped Talent with me, See, si. I'm very, very excited, very energetic. Come on, it's the middle of the week. And what better way to kick off the day than with me, Sia Sanguini Fan? And, of course, I have quite a packed punch of talented guests, which I cannot wait to get talking to. And let me tell you more about them. So I'm starting off with Sherilyn McNeil. She is a musician- um she is, let me find the right words to describe her. Because the short time that I've been talking to her off off air, I've realized that she's basically an impresario. So that'll be a nice way to uh, get her into the studio and to get talking to her. And then later on in the show, I'm also quite chuffed to talk to these guys. They, they go by the name of The Curious Incident. Um, they're also mus- musos based in London from Every corner of the world, basically. And they have quite a story to them. So I cannot wait to get talking to them later on as well. And so it's a very Muzo inspired edition of Untapped Talent this week. And if you have anything to add to the show, if you want to get to talking to our people, if you want to send in any questions, all you have to do is just call us, 861 Tweet me personally on Sia, S-I-Y-A, underscore S-F, or at cliffcentral.com. Or then you can send us a message on WeChat. Our official account is cliff central all sorted all simple right so let's get talking to my guest my very first guest is Sherilyn from of course Dear Reader morning Sherilyn morning how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you so much for being here. I'm very, very excited to get to talk to you and find out the whole backstory to you. But before I get into your life, right, I'd like to bring my sense of, um, let's find the word, some philosophy and some education and some news for this week. So I'm starting something new on Untapped Talent, all right? Okay. So it's all about recognizing people who are going out there and they're doing amazing things. So I have a few stories about that. Let's chit-chat about that first of all, all right? Cool. There we go. Um. So this is quite interesting from the land of down under. Is New Zealand called down under as well? Or is it just Australia? Oh,
1: <laughs> no idea, but they are pretty far down under. So
0: there we go. Okay. Why so not? this is just from New Zealand. You know, untapped talent is all about talking to people who are just starting off or who are already making waves and who are stars in the making and they're really are about to shine bright in the future. And so keeping with that premise, um, in New Zealand, the Social Development Minister, Tolly just congratulated 19 young recipients for the 2014 William Wallace Awards. Now, this is an annual award for children in care, and all of them will receive a scholarship uh, between $1,500 to $3,000. Uh, dollars as well towards their tertiary uh, training and she says these young people had a harder start to life than most and the william wallace awards recognize how far they and their foster families have come and the strength of character they've shown taking charge of their lives how cool is that mm,
1: it's pretty damn cool
0: you see do we like this are we are we making a nice impact on people I think so. There we go. All right. So if I have your approval, then that's good. Moving on to our second story, which I'm actually very, very proud of. It's South African-based this time. Now, we have a South African actress who's just been picked to judge the Emmy Awards. How awesome. That's cool. That we have to actually give props to. Her name is Bubu Maziburgo, and she's been chosen to sit on the judging panel at the 42nd International Emmy Awards taking place on the 24th of December in New York this year. Now, the Soweto-born actress is judging the drama category, and she said, I received an invite because I was part of the judging panel, but I'll also be representing South Africa in that regard. Now, Maziburgo is quite an extraordinary actress who's appeared in films such as Long Walk to Freedom, alongside Idris Elba, and Naomi Harris, and she's also active in Jerusalem, uh, catch a fire, a place called home and hopeful amongst other great things. Nice. So yay.
2: That's yeah. a nice thing. It's South great. Africans
0: are doing it big. And then finally, let's end off. Um, I always use the analogy, this analogy. when I talk about this person. She's that girl in school who you hated because she was just <laughs> so perfect. She got a's all the time. Her name is Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it true though? It's yeah, totally Taylor. I think
1: I might have been her as well. Not Taylor, but I did get that, a That sort a's, of girl. So, but I don't think people hated me. Ugh. <laughs>
0: Maybe my brother
3: hated
1: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I love this. Billboard uh just wrote on their website, you know. So this is the title of this little article. They say, Welcome to New York, which is one of her songs. They go, no, it's so, not so much. 1989 is actually underperforming in New York City. But, you know, after enjoying the best album sales week for any artist since 2002, Taylor Swift saw her fifth album hit number one on the Billboard 200 again. 1989 moved 402,000 albums in its second week, which is actually more copies than the recent albums from Katy Perry And Lady Gaga moved in their first weeks. But America is definitely and clearly in the palm of Taylor Swift's hand, except for New York City. It's actually gone down um, the sales this week. But you know what? This is the A-class girl. So still in San Diego, Phoenix, West, North Central, East, North Central, um, Northeast, and South Atlantic, and Nashville. It's gone up by huge numbers. And this is actually a survey done by Nielsen. You can see all these numbers are all in the hundreds of thousands. So, Taylor Swift is not losing at life at all.
1: No. <laughs> I don't think you could say that at a long time. We shot. all
0: wish. We <laughs> we kind of all wish we were um, Taylor Swift. I'm not going to say anymore because I'm kind of pissed off still to this day. That no.
1: you're not Taylor.
0: I didn't just say that on air. Moving on. <laughs> Let's get talking because I'm very interested in you, Sherilyn. Uh, some background info. She's quite a muser, having been active from the year 2006. Uh, being signed to... A few labels, yes. A- and yeah. also associated with a few oh, different two, three. acts.
2: Huh.
0: Oh, cool. Sorry. <laughs> wow. Okay. So the basic <laughs> and the simplest way to carry on this discussion is to hear from your own, in your own words. So let's oh. get to know Sherilyn some more. Where did you grow up? You grew up in a little, uh, blast, right?
1: And I grew up in, in Ravonia, ah. in Sunning Hill, around the corner here.
0: Oh, okay, so you. W- I
1: just drove past my primary school. Yes. Yeah.
0: At that young <laughs> age, okay, so let's talk about you just starting off school around seven, eight, nine. Mm-hmm. Have you always been in love with music, even at that young age?
1: Yeah. Definitely. My whole family is musical. We've always been singing, you know. If we get together with my cousins and my gran and everyone sings in four part harmony.
2: Oh
0: shucks. So it's not just very camp, hold hands and know? sing kumbaya. It's hectic <laughs> four part harmonies. No, so, that's very awesome.
1: Yeah. But I did piano since I was eight. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Are any of your parents actually professional musicians as well? No no no. Okay, and yeah. then from you, when was that little switch of, okay, cool, I love music, kind of really, you know, enjoy it, but now I'm going to take it professionally?
1: Yeah, I actually had to be convinced a little bit. Um, I'm, I played some songs at a kind of gathering of friends, very shy, kind of, you know, cl- eyes closed, freaking out a little bit. Yeah. And there was a guy there called Daryl, Daryl Tor, who is a producer, and he kind of took me under his wing, and was like, you're really good, you should come into the studio, took me into his studio, I cried. Pretty you much cried. the whole day because I was so nervous.
0: Wait, so for you, <laughs> but, um, it, it, has it always just been about the music, not I want to be on stage and I want people yeah. singing my name?
1: It was always like a very personal thing, you know, like you close the door and you make a song for you because it makes you feel better. Yeah. kind of thing. That was how it was for me. I didn't really ever think about starting a band or something. Really? Um So he kind of, yeah, he actually convinced me to drop out of university. And and then we started Harris Tweed together. Um, yeah, until 2006.
0: Okay. So there's, there's a lot going on there. Let's backtrack just a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Just a tiny bit. Yeah. Since you say your family was always musical, et cetera, et cetera, how do they feel with your, about your love for music, whether all is supportive and especially when you're like, um, by the way, I just want to drop out of university. Yeah,
1: they were freakishly supportive. Actually, now I kind of wish that they'd just been like, no, I don't see why you can't finish your degree and start a band. Why do you say that? But Well, because now, you know, when you sort of hit 30 and you're like wow is this gonna is this working ah, for me like okay. maybe i should have
2: got it. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know um but they were like absolutely you're supposed to be a singer great good idea no
3: that's that
0: uh, they're
1: kind of like you know aliens from outer space
0: they're kind of aliens from outer great. space and she means that with, the greatest with a great system of love a great deal yes <laughs> no, they're amazing
1: i'm completely grateful you know um if it wasn't for their support i wouldn't have been able to do this stuff, you know, they're helping me, like, make t-shirts or whatever. That's very awesome. all along the way.
0: You see, but with a mentality like that and great support from your family like that as well, it's not like your mother or your father trying to live vicariously through you and prompt you onto stage just because they want to be famous or anything to that extent. (laughs) So, it was definitely deeply rooted. And Mm. with that, what has music meant to you since it's definitely coming from a bigger place?
1: Yeah, I mean... It's just always been quite cathartic for me, something I use to kind of, yeah, deal with how I feel or things I'm thinking about. And um, it's always the case. I find if I'm really unhappy, I can just, you know, come out of a three-hour rehearsal with my band and feel a hundred times better. Music is always... Got that for me
0: And songwriting as well I'm assuming that also Played a big part as well Did you start writing And throwing your thoughts Out onto paper?
1: Yeah When I was about 14 I think At
0: 14? Yeah Yeah At 14, I was still eating crayons. What were you writing about at 14?
1: Like, (laughs) Uh, I mean, I can't, I can't vouch for the, the strength of the material. Okay. But I was writing songs. Do you still remember
0: one of your first songs? Oh, hell
1: no. Oh, no, no, seriously. I don't even remember the Harris Tweed songs. People are like, can you, can you please play this? I'm like, I don't know, I don't know how that goes. Really? No chance. No Look, way.
0: That's, that was an interesting... Can we call it an era or it still lives on in you?
1: It, no, it really tweet. doesn't live on in me. Like, I've okay. moved on in such a major way. It actually drives me slightly crazy because people still, like, kind of hop after that time. You know, like, yay, okay, so- Harris Tweed. And I'm like, no! <laughs> you know, it feels like this, I don't know, baby that I made and it's like a, the baby version and now I'm like growing up Yeah, and no I
0: love to. you already because I can see that you're very fired up and passionate <laughs> so I know certain questions when I ask you it's either you'll be really really emotive which is also a good thing <laughs> and get fired up or you'll start singing some of the answers so let me ask oh, you wow. I don't know I have great expectations for <laughs> you say. <laughs> so let's get to the bottom of it Harris Tweed how would you sum up that now that I can use the word error in your life
1: Ah. Oh. I don't know, like being a greenhorn, you know, starting, just just starting, not yeah. really knowing what you're doing. Uh, I I, just don't feel like I had really much of a grasp of what it is that I like mm-hmm. or, you know, who I wanted to be as a musician at that time in my life. It was very much, I was very shy. I wasn't confident. Yeah. I let other people sort of guide me, you know, uh-huh. and at this point in my life, I feel like I'm slowly starting to trust myself. Yeah. And my own ideas, and my, what I like, you know. Yeah. So. but
0: with that, what would you say is one of the, some of the biggest things that you take from the whole Harris Tweed, um, experience?
1: I mean, it's all part of like building yourself as a professional. You know, like all these things we did, every show, every TV interview, every rehearsal, every tour, like, yeah. it's just part of learning and growing. Because yeah.
0: you were young. You were yeah.
2: well,
0: straight out straight out of school. Not that I'm saying you you're not na- young now. Because um, <laughs> I relatively. need to around that. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was that experience, though? From, you know, when you said you were in your bedroom and just it was your own mini experience to now this is 24-7. You've dropped out of university. You're now touring. This is your daily bread.
1: Yeah. It was intense. I mean, Daryl and I... We're never romantically involved, but we lived in a house together Uh and we had a business for the band and we basically lived and breathed this band, you know, and we fought a lot and we, I didn't, you know, I was like a workaholic. Like I just, I stayed up really late, constantly. I think I was very ambitious as well then at all of a sudden, you know, like Daryl was very ambitious for me and then I was very ambitious
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and so... In that beginning phase, there was that really, like, pushing, you know? Yeah. And then there came the crash where I was like, I don't know if this is what I want at all.
0: Well, explain that to us. When did that come to you?
1: Well, it didn't make me happy, you know? We we went to Germany. We got signed to a, a Berlin label and a great label with great bands. And we were playing these amazing festivals and, you know, touring with great artists. And it was basically everything I should have wanted, and I was just really stressed and really wow. sick and really anxious. And I came down, you know, after like five tours where we were like away for a month, home for a month, away for a month, home for a month. So basically a year of this and just realized I felt miserable. You yeah. Know? And it wasn't because music makes me miserable. It's because I was being so hard on myself. I was like, I've always been a perfectionist, like highly critical
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, um, Yeah, I wasn't enjoying anything. There was just like total obsessive focus. Don't make a mistake. Worrying too much about what people think of me. All of that.
0: Did you have any hesitation over that? Because, listen, maybe I just have stage three anxiety (laughs) all the time. But I'm thinking you drop out of university. You're out of your comfort zone now. You're literally out in the real world. You move over to Germany. And now you have to break the news to all the people who supported you and say, listen, this is not for me.
1: Yeah, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't tell anyone that. I just sort of <gasps> secretly was like, I'm moving to Berlin, but I don't know if I'm going to do this anymore.
3: Oh, wow.
1: But then when I tried <laughs> to figure out what else I could do, uh uh-huh. I was like, I couldn't figure out anything that I liked more, you know. I was the like, music. maybe I should study and I would look through the courses and what they were going to be about. And there was just nothing that, like, you know, fired me up that I could get excited about. Yeah. And then I was in Berlin. On a visa because I had you know, was a musician signed to a label
3: and Uh
0: they
1: wanted me to make a record and I was writing all these depressive songs.
0: And then
1: you know, so I ended up just deciding to make that record. But I made a very conscious decision to try and have fun. Yeah. So it meant that everything's gotten a little sloppy. Like Dear Rita is like the unsmoothest I don't even think that's a word. You know what we're gonna go with it, yes. Like Seriously, we're very rough around the edges, Yeah, but that is kind of what has had to happen so that I can have fun.
0: But um, let's, uh, yeah. I, before we move on to Dear Reader, which I'm very, very uh, excited about, because you'll be opening for a certain act that I personally <laughs> <laughs> love, <laughs> I really that, do. That like
1: millions of people love.
0: Then, which yeah. is an amazing thing as well. Yeah. Uh, but the Berlin, Berlin, <laughs> Berlin. That's
1: how they say it, Berlin.
0: Oh, so really? Not bad. Ah, yes. Uh, guten talk to you too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the scene over there, How was that compared to South Africa's?
1: Oh, it's just bigger, you know? Um. There's a lot of developed infrastructure. So in every town in Germany, you're going to have good venues, like a couple at least. In Berlin, you have dozens of really good venues, ranging from a really tiny venue where you can just play like open mic night to massive, but everything in between
0: that i'm also assuming allows for more freedom as an artist because what i sense in south africa is as much as we are progressing but you feel like okay wait i need to be commercial so that i means i have to talk about this i have to sing about that i have to look like this but i'm sensing yeah. in a scene like that abroad you just get to be who you are
1: there's more space to be like in a niche you know yeah. definitely it's still niche it's still small you know in comparison to the big industry but Absolutely, it's bigger and it's enough. There's a lot of support from the government for the arts wow. in Europe. Um, so that's also a thing that you have to take into consideration. Like a lot of um, venues will get like a subsidy from the government. So even if your show isn't financially successful, yeah, you know, you're still going to get paid. And you get to you focus get there, on what you food. love. There's yeah. a hotel room. Like... Yeah, exactly. I don't have to worry about the sound. Like everything is just the infrastructure is there. You yeah. just come and do your craft, you know. And I'm so excited to be
2: touring here right no, that now. Is, that but is fantastic. it's been a lot of work, I yeah. must say.
1: Because we really have to do everything. I have to do everything. I have to find a space, find sound, find people to set it up. Find some lights, make it happen. You know, it's really.
0: It's a whole business behind yeah. the music. Yeah. So let's talk about the influences and the inspiration for Dear Reader. Mm. How did that come to play and what had to go into you sitting here across me today
1: <laughs> talking
0: proudly about Dear Reader?
1: Well, basically, Dear Reader was. It came about because we had to change the name, Harris Tweed. We got a lawyer's letter from these grannies in Scotland. You know, Harris Tweed is like this fabric. And we got a lawyer's letter from them saying, how dare you use our name for your band?
3: Someone
0: out there was complaining about that.
1: We were quite bummed. Huh. It was, yeah. It was quite funny. I mean, it's like this tiny little island. There and everyone there is over 60.
0: And they basically have nothing better to do than to And we thought we were complaints. doing them a
1: favor, you know? Like we had on our website, we had a link to their website, kind of like, "Yeah, yeah buy yeah. Harris Tweed, make it cool again." Woo! And um they were bummed. And then we were like, yeah. "Well, we don't want to really have a lawsuit right now." Yeah. Plus We were making a new record with a producer from America and it was a different sound. And I was actually really excited to sort of shed that skin and start fresh. In fact, I think if I had my way, I would have a new band name every time I make a record. (laughs) Is it
0: just about being new with no expectations, just going out there and putting it out there, really?
1: Because I don't know if it's just me, but like I always hate what I made before, you know? Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, that's horrible. I want to make this. And you're really excited about what you're making and you're like, this is great. And then, uh, you know, a year down the line, you're like, oh, no, that's crap. I want to make something new. I want to make this, you know. So if I could just always separate myself from my old work, I would just do that every time like a snake, you know.
0: But that's that's such an interesting thing for you to (laughs) say, given I don't even know where to begin. You've been signed by many a label, which… I. I look at, as a good thing, the fact that you've captured so many eyes, especially from, you know, the bigwigs in the industry. You're Sama Award winner, well, Sama Award, South African Music Award winners, there we go. (laughs) Uh, You have this whole list of accomplishments, you know, all these different albums, these live albums, live DVDs, and you still feel like... (laughs) You don't want that behind you?
1: I don't know. I think <laughs> self-hatred is part of being an artist. You know, you've got to have this... I read a quote. I can't remember who it was by, but it was about divine dissatisfaction. Oh, you know? sorry. Now she is schooling
0: us. <laughs> divine dissatisfaction. If you don't have
1: divine dissatisfaction, then you're not, you have no fuel to make new art. Okay. The fact that I hate what I've made because I want to make something better is what drives me to make, make more you know huh. if i m- thought i had reached the pinnacle of like my creative output i just wouldn't create anymore i'd be done i'd be like that's it it's perfect put it on the mantelpiece i'm i'm finished okay yeah
0: i hear you <laughs> but when <laughs> i
1: think with me it's quite extreme i, I would agree it's okay. quite extreme i don't listen to my music either you don't Never. listen to your music because i was honestly
0: about to ask you then what do you feel when you're in the Like moment of performing, you go, oh, that key isn't nice, or maybe I should have added that line, and I should change this.
1: I don't know. They, I think they, the songs are like. My children. So they are what they are. And I find <laughs> they're your children my- until the
0: next kids come no, along. No, they're
1: all, all my children. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I have new favorites. But sometimes an old song can become a favorite again,
3: you know? Okay.
1: Like that's very changeable. It depends on what I'm going through and what I feel. And then you have a new, like musicians on stage and you can reinterpret and you can change stuff. And it's all very fluid. This is
0: very interesting. But some
1: listening. songs I will never play ever again. Oh. Definitely. No Uh, chance. Okay. Like,
0: yeah. You know what? I'm just here to find out your story. (laughs) Those are the children that I've (laughs)
1: banished. to the desert, you
0: know? Okay, let's (laughs) look at a nice positive thing, which is coming up this weekend, right? Yes. You're opening for the Lumineers. I know. No, like, I'm having a big... Isn't that crazy? No, I'm having a big fanboy moment. (laughs) Like, ever since I heard, heard, hey-ho, I was just like, these are the guys for me. How do you feel about being... Not even particularly the Lumineers, but just being on par um, oh, on such a platform.
1: It's great. I mean, I'm just excited to play in front of so many people. I'm also kind of, you know, yeah. I'm not allowed to swear, am I? Go I'm, ahead. I'm, def- I'm shitting myself. Okay. A bit. I won't lie to you. Like <laughs> it's it's kind of scary to play in front of thousands of people. Yeah. I love intimate so- um, shows. Like it's really I'm in my element when I can see everybody and it's really raw and it's really close. Mm-hmm. Um, I've played a couple of big shows in my life, all in South Africa, actually, and a couple of festivals in the UK and Germany. Yeah. And that's cool. I mean, it just takes on a totally different vibe. So I'm excited. You know, we're going to have to try and like haul out the rockier numbers, rockier in yes. um, inverted commas, because, uh-huh. you know, we folk and roll. But um, yeah, no, I'm excited.
0: Okay. So let's get more details on that. This coming Saturday, the 6th of December, uh-huh. Emerentia Dam, right? Yes. Uh, where can people get more info on that, or particularly Dear Reader as well?
1: Uh, well, dearreadermusic.com dot com is our website. There will be links to all of those things where you can get tickets, yeah, and so on. So, or Facebook dot com forward slash Dear Reader Music. Yes. Yeah, you got to put the music in there because you know otherwise it's about books.
0: And so, also, just because you're ever so kind and wonderful, yes, you're going to give us a little teaser of what people can expect this weekend, right? Yes. Thank you. So <laughs> let's you take it away. What are you going to give us? What will you be performing?
1: Right. So this is a song from my latest record, which is all about South African history, and uh, this particular song is actually about Bram and Ruth Fisher, who were like freedom fighters
3: Ooh. and
1: um, in love, and it's actually a very sad story. I I won't tell everybody the whole sub story. I usually just tell people to like get online and search it. Yeah. And then they can read about it. But the saying goes that um, they both had really blue eyes, like electric blue eyes. Yeah. And even when they were like undercover doing stuff and in disguise, everyone could always recognize both of them because of their eyes. (laughs) This is
0: getting quite deep. I'm like, okay.
1: (laughs) So, um, so I actually called our tour that's coming up this week, the Blue Met Blue Tour because that's about Rahm and Ruth and, um. This, this song
0: I'm very very excited so <clears throat> without any further ado take it away
2: I looked up and saw her in the doorway it was with a star that blue and blue I turned away and thought nothing of it. Later I understood that it was you It was cool and shaded in the graveyard We walked out amidst her fallen tribes It was clear not a word needed to be spoken I took a chance and glanced into your eyes And my body left the ground Everything went light We were floating without sound You and I were suspended with the stars Everything was bright and you was ours. Highway stretched out endlessly down into the gloom. And then I watched as your body left the ground. Everything went light. We were floating without sound. You and I were suspended with a star. We were floating without sound You and I were suspended with the stars Everything was bright and the universe was ours
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is Shirley (laughs) MacNeil Thanks you know you've made an impact on people because, like, our studio is basically a fishbowl. But people were coming up to the glass and they were staring and they were looking and oh, tearing really? over. I had
1: my ice cream. That the whole time. is,
0: <laughs> I had little goosebumps. I was like, oh, I want to meet Blue and Blue tall. Oh, no, very, very fantastic. You. I thank am you. so honored to be in your presence. Oh, and I can already tell you know what, Grammy vibes. I like you too,
1: man.
0: <laughs> that does that mean I'll be your date to the Grammys?
1: Uh, if I ever, if I ever win one, you can arm wrestle my boyfriend for that honor.
0: I, you know what? It's (laughs) it's on right now. I'm very, very excited. This is untapped talent on cliffcentral.com. So much going on. Coming up next, my next guests are all inspired by Led Zeppelin and Sandana. Find out more about these impressive guys based in the UK straight after this.
3: Untapped talent
4: on cliffcentral.com.
3: Make you for it. I'm going to make you for it.
0: Ow! Thank you. I just felt like that was the befitting way to end the song with a little ow! That's why Michael Jackson is my stepdaddy. Moving on, that is Iggy Azalea with Beg For It. And you know what? You don't have to beg for entertainment here because I'm very excited to have my next guest here joining me in studio. And best of all, I get to be like an 18th Latino, as I pronounce their names. But before I do that, just remember, if you want to get in contact with us, all you have to do is go into WeChat, our Cliff Central official account, tap on connect and message to show. Thank you very much to Peter M, who was giving me a mini geography lesson. So So he told me that New Zealand is called the land of long white cloud. I will now save that and things I will really ever have to use Moving on with the show I now have The Curious Incident joining me The UK-based band And I'm so excited to get to know them some more So let's start this all I've done my vocal warm-ups Let me introduce them Starting us off, KV Roberts on Vocals on guitar. Good morning, KV Hello, hello, how's there it going? There we go And then we also have Mirko Picanesi. <laughs> Was that good? Very good Ciao, ah. ciao, ciao, ciao Are ciao. Ah, you Italian? I'm Italian ah, ciao, beno, ciao, ciao, bene. <laughs> Um, Dolce Vita Dolce Vita That's oh, where yeah. it starts and stops Moving on <laughs> America's the lead guitarist Then you have Dan Bowery on bass Hello You see that? You're from New York
3: No, I'm from London Oh, so Sorry <laughs> Bowery like the place in oh, New York. Bowery, you know?
0: Oh, but it's London Town. Yeah. Does that sound good, bloke? Very very popular. I think that's a very good accent. I, I think I can talk... No, I'm not going to talk the rest <laughs> of the show like this. And then we have Diego Diaz. Yes. Or Diaz. That's he just goes media. by that M- MIA. He's very cool like that. He, and he's on drums. Guys, where do I even get started with talking to you? Let's start with the obvious. First of all, where does a band name come from? And secondly, how did you even meet... Uh, well, Diaz and I have known each other since we lived in the Netherlands
5: back in the day, and uh, i was I moved back to South Africa so i 'm representing South Africa
0: yeah oh were you originally born in South Africa
5: yeah Joburg, then the Netherlands and then Cape Town only normal because yeah. that 's quite a normal. yeah, <laughs> <normaler>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh and then uh, yeah Diaz moved uh to Cape Town to do exchange and then we kept talking about music and we 'd been friends before and uh, eventually we we moved to London pretty much together and hunted for some band members and eventually found dan and mirko and uh we've been going with this lineup and this style of music for about a year now but the band name is a bit older
0: wow okay where does the band name come from as well was it from the time you originally met ds
5: Are we try and answer that question differently every time who, <laughs> want, who wants to try and answer where Can the band I just name get came the, from? the truth from <laughs> the battle. truth is so boring okay you're yeah. true so my go-to answer is uh the curious incident of uh my previous girlfriends And
0: oh. relationships statuses. Oh, how damn! Getting all Taylor but, Swift on us yeah. With previous relationships okay. Feel free to
5: jump in, boys Any any interesting answers to that question? On the spot,
4: go! Uh, I think, you know, because we're from different countries See? It boring, quite, it boring sense. No, yeah.
0: next <laughs> Oh, come on, man <laughs> No, this is very eclectic and very cool But I, I can just picture you guys You just have this coolness going on with you I feel like you met at a bar you were just having Me, drinks. We, we did, we at a bar. did you meet at the bar? <laughs> we Shut did up. Meet at the bar. <laughs> was it just like bonding over beer? There was some like cosmos. Uh, it was my birthday. Actually. Uh, and one know. of
3: my friend's birthdays. But we, we we did go to the same university and we studied there and were in the same years. Was we there a lot each of other studying? Other there and I was like. A couple of years later, it's like I recognise that guy. I'm going to, get to say hello. Exactly. Chatted. Was there
0: guy. actually constructive studying happening there, or was it just more about the music? music so, oh, no, okay, true. There no, we go. <laughs> not really much
3: drinking and playing guitar. fun.
0: No, that's very, very cool. So, when did it turn from actual fun to now we're going to be serious and make a proper career out of this? Uh Well, for me, when I moved to London, that was pretty serious. Mm-hmm. Um,
5: Cause yeah, I did like a business science degree and all my friends going off getting massive, uh, very high paying jobs. Ah. And I was like, nah, I'm gonna move to London and be a poor musician. So, uh. <laughs> only normal. Only normal. But, um, <laughs> no, so, so that was a, a big step for me and probably similar for Diaz. Um, yeah. Mirko, you actually moved from Italy.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually escaped from Italy, you escape. know? I escape? Mean, what, <laughs> what a dramatic mafia, word. The mafia. <laughs> no, 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 because of that. Uh, because, you know, in Italy, the, the the music background is quite boring. So I say, you know, I don't want to play classical anymore because uh, my uh, background is quite classical. I say, I want to do something more, something new, you know? I say, yeah. okay, let's go in London and let's play some music. And then I found these guys, these lovely guys, and we start to play together and...
0: So you say classical.
4: Classical, yeah, actually. Do you have
0: a classically trained voice as well?
4: Uh no. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was hoping this is gonna be like my Pavarotti moment. No. Okay. Yes, no, just yeah. roll with it. Listen, if I was Italian, I'd just be like, Yeah, I'm a great cook <laughs> and I can sing well. Just roll with it. That's all you have to do. No, but that's oh, he, he does he does roll with the I'm Italian thing quite hard. <laughs> yes. You should name drop it as much as possible. It just bumps oh, up the yeah, cool he factor.
5: He does. He all does.
0: all I have in South Africa is just to say I can bry.
5: That's good, though, man. Okay, wow.
0: do I have some cool... You've got some street cred. There we go. All right. Mm. So thank you very much for making me feel <laughs> cool. Okay, so you guys made the decision, started a band together. How has the journey been like so far? Rocky.
3: Ah, yeah. oh, there's a pun Yeah, I know I a- <laughs> <laughs> Um
0: Yeah, no, I mean Being
5: in London You've got loads of challenges Loads of opportunities So you get lots of crazy stuff Thrown your way And uh to make people listen Literally,
0: like panties on your heads Or <laughs>
2: Yeah,
5: or bottles Good or- on you
0: Oh, okay, okay <laughs> The on. hard and the soft Okay
5: Um No, so yeah So it's You kind of have to you, To use a cliche Roll with the punches You know, so some Things go wrong Some things go right In the music industry A lot of people are very Um, very professional, but then you get also lots of people in positions of power who you cannot believe got to that point. Yeah. You know, but I'm sure that's in every business. Um, so because we're still independent, we don't yet have a record label. We manage ourselves at the moment. Um, we, it's interesting because we get to wear all those different hats. Yeah. So when, yeah, I think nowadays in the music industry, you need to be doing well enough on your own. Because mm-hmm. people want like a, a finished product to then push further, you know, in terms of record labels and stuff like that. So uh we're kind of learning all the ins and outs of the industry, which is great.
0: And London is probably one of the best places to do that. You see, but you use such an operative word there, which is business. And at the end of the day, as much as you can say, yeah, I'm just jamming, you can't just jam on an empty stomach or with no roof over your head. You have to make a living out of it. And when you see the likes of, let me just throw it out there, One Direction, who you can tell. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just had to throw that out. You can tell it's. I'm not taking anything out of the artistic element. but at the end of the day, it's very manufactured. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That their single is going to be very swoon worthy. Uh, we just want to pull on the girl heartstrings of little girls. We're going to have a perfume that none of it is organic. It's just so. How do you balance trying to stay relevant yet at the same time being commercial and being successful?
5: I think it's still a learning curve for us as well. Like, Mm -hmm. um, for example, this is the first EP. First recorded music we've m- made together.
0: oh you say you're about to be technical with me? EP. EP. Yes. Okay. Four tracks. Four tracks. I will um, start using that more often. Yeah. yeah. Just have bands on who talk about EPs.
5: I keep saying CD, but we actually sell it on a flash drive at our gigs. So. Okay. <laughs> but but saying oh yeah on our new USB sounds a bit weird. Yeah. True. Um. So, yeah, and and just making that and condensing the songs because how you play a song live is definitely not necessarily how you record it for radio. Yeah. So that's a, a big learning curve. And, uh, a lot of radio just, they don't really play guitar music anymore, or there's still that big trend for Mumford and Sons that folk influenced, you know, Avicii and Aloe Black, like, yeah. big, big folk influence. So if there's a guitar, it's folky. Um, although Pharrell's bringing back some of the funky stuff and, uh, yeah, Bruno Mars' latest track as well. It's quite with funky. Mark Ronson. With yeah. Mark Ronson, excuse quite... the
0: pun, uptown funk. But yeah. are, you, are you guys tired of that? Do you are you tired of being boxed or people trying to box you? You just want to be yourselves and make music.
5: Well, both to a degree. Like you need to, I think you need to have one eye on what's happening around you, yeah, or one ear to be more appropriate, um, and then and the other way, ignore everything else and just do your own thing. Cause I don't think you're going to have massive success copying someone else. Mm -hmm. Um, You can have short term success for sure. I mean, if you listen to the radio, you hear lots of these artists. Oh, true. Copying a formula that was a hit a year ago. Yeah. I'm
0: now, I'm now dubbing 2014 the year of ass. Ass yeah. There was wiggle wiggle. Nicki Minaj is everywhere. Kim Kardashian's breaking the internet. Yeah. It's just the year of ass. Ass. So yeah. I'm very excited <laughs> to see guys doing it differently. And let's talk about the group dynamics. How do you guys manage that? Because with the likes of, you know, you describe your sound as a mashup of Afro Latin rock and soul. Yeah, that was kind
5: of uh, <laughs> that. That was the, we've condensed it now. It's, okay. Uh, yeah. So the new sound is a pop rock with a Caribbean twist. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, stuff to get you dancing and um. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I, I would say dance is, is quite yeah, a yeah. good word, but not yeah, yeah. in the tum-tum-tum-tum sense, <laughs> you know? vibe, <laughs> <laughs> <Top of laughs> <up. laughs> yes.
0: That that just shows how so 80s I am. Yeah. <laughs> but how does that work? Do you guys sit together and write a song, for example, or do you just trust one guy to go with the melody and, and, and? So describe a typical recording session.
4: Um Usually, you know, KV came out with the idea, mm-hmm. and he, he, usually you write the lyrics and everything. And me and the other guys, we try to arrange everything. We try to make a kind of structure. Yeah. And then we put the melody on the top, and then we try to make some hook. Yeah. Know? Something that the people can remember. Uh, and yeah, that's the way. But it's quite important to know that over summer we got this tour around UK. Yeah. And we try to experiment our music. And at one point we start to see what the people like and we start to see how they react to our music. Yeah. And when they were dancing, we say, okay, that's the right that's direction. That's the one. That's, that's the, the one. one. <laughs> that's what we have to do. And in September we, we, you know, we spend the whole time in the studio, try to make the new structure and then we came up with the EP. Yeah. It.
0: Well, you see, that's very, very interesting. And I guess that's the blessing of touring as well. Mm. But. Have you guys sometimes ever looked at Cave and go, "Mm, maybe not this one? Because I still
5: is it. Hey, what you talking about? What (laughs) you
0: talking about? Basically, should I book you in for therapy? (laughs) A can of worms has been opened. It it can
3: vary a lot. Like sometimes he'll bring a song and it will kind of come out just like like the way he's bought it. But sometimes we'll rip it apart, we'll change the chords, we'll yeah, and betray. Because I I
0: I, I listen to some songs. For example, like one of my favorite songs by Coldplay is Yellow. Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. But I still don't know what it's about. What was all yellow and what do you see and, and like. Apart from, uh, apart from the Cliff Central logo, right? Ah, maybe it was about us. <laughs> there were four sites in Cliff Central. Yeah. But how deep do you get with your song, songwriting? Is, what are you influenced by? Um, well, I try, cause when I
5: listen to music, I want there to be like a sense of ambiguity, kind of, so that ah. I, I can infer My own story into the song. Yeah. Which I, which I like, but I mean, sometimes you just need a song which is just a story. They just listen to it and that's the story. They get that image and that's done.
3: Yeah. You know,
5: the movie plays behind their eyelids kind of thing. Um, but the other times you have more open ended lyrics, um, and, and then they can really infer their own meaning behind it. Yeah. Sometimes you
0: gotta leave space just. And that's yeah. like theatre of the mind with radio where the people make it up, but that's very, very interesting. Yeah. Talking about songs, uh, more specifically money, your latest songs. I know are you guys recording the video today? No, it's no, out it. today. It. Yeah. Oh ooh, it's ooh. out today. Yeah. Where are we releasing it? Can Cliff Central do an exclusive? Y- yeah. Th- yeah. yeah, we can post yeah. it up on our website. Okay, yeah. We I can. was like,
5: how do you get the visuals? Yes. Yeah.
0: Excuse me, we are flipping <laughs> 360 degree, multifaceted. <laughs> that yeah.
5: sounds good. Yeah, that's cool. We'll send you the the link. It's unlisted at the moment, well, or private at the moment, but we're unprivate at for you.
0: Mm. I
5: think this is my winner.
0: This <laughs> is now Cesar Finn the guy who exclusively released the video for money uh, awesome. What went into the video before we wrap up? We want to leave people with like a little cliffhanger. Excuse the pun. <laughs>
5: um, well, it was a lot of like blood, sweat, and tears. A lot of Diaz's hard work trying to find, source everyone. You know, luckily Diaz has a, a bit of a history in you know acting and film and and uh, and fashion. So yeah. Looking, the best part for me was uh helping choose the models.
0: Uh oh, oh that was such a crap oh, yeah. job, that was so great. hard for you. I feel so oh, bad, yeah. And we
5: uh and they had to audition by like filming themselves dancing to the track, and uh, it was great. Oh, it was great. <laughs> I've never felt more rock and roll in my life. <laughs>
0: well, I'm so excited yeah. for you guys. Um, let's talk about your. Quick tour, by the way. You're in yeah. South Africa for a reason. Where can people get to see you? Where can people follow you? Where can we be out jamming to money?
5: Well, um, we are off to Durban today, and then we're playing we're playing in Durban tomorrow night at Live the Venue. Perfect. Then on uh, Friday, we're in Pretoria, and on Saturday, we're at Rumours in Johannesburg, which is really exciting. And then Cape Town, finally, on the 13th. But there might be one or two pop-up gigs along the way, Yeah. so people should just follow us on Twitter. At Curious Incident Or just check out our website Thecuriousincident.com Or on Facebook We love that social media thing
0: Yes, yes I'm, I'm so excited So listen I want to sign off the show By playing money But beforehand Let's summer experiment here Alright I think we Don't you guys want to debut something new? Have you been working on a new tune? Or melody? Yeah Just want to jam it out there
4: Okay. okay. And then,
0: and then we can wrap up with hi this is the curious incident and you're listening to Sia on Untapped Talent. Untapped Talent. Yes. Oh, that right. sounds
5: great. Well yeah, we'll play uh, how about Behavior Savior?
3: No, oh, yeah, man, just, no way, no man. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right. Let's okay. give, Yeah, let's give it a bash. Yeah, okay. so this one unrecorded are uh, quite new and uh, we'll be playing it at the gigs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 1 2 Oh one. yeah.
3: As you're looking over my shoulder Can you feel it growing colder? I have tired of all your vices Would it be so hard to be nice, yeah? It is so unnecessary Oh, oh, oh I was working downtown, but you were flaunting your lifestyle. You're thinking better than me, than he, than she, than we. Oh, 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 oh. man, by your side, don't wanna be the tears in your eye. Don't matter if you change your lifestyle. Don't wanna be, don't wanna be. I'm not a fan of this behavior Who nominated you to be our savior It is so unnecessary So I found the voice to speak And I'm gonna use it to ask you to leave Cause you are so unnecessary oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 I was working downtown Where you were flaunting your lifestyle You think you're better than me Than he, than she, than we Don't want to be the man by your side Don't want to be the tears in your eye. Don't matter if you change your lifestyle Don't want to be, don't want to be Don't want to be the man by your side Don't want to be the tears Ah. in your eye. Don't matter if you change your lifestyle Don't want to be, don't want to be Do-do-ba-ba-da, ba-da-da-ba, do-do-ba-ba-da Do-do-ba-ba-da, ba-da-da-ba, do-do-ba-ba-da Oh, I ho downtown The
0: Curious Incident You were
3: in your lifestyle Oh,
0: okay
3: you think better than me than, you, than She than we But who gave you the right To judge other people's lives Come on, see Oh, I'm you feeling it You never worried today Your love Don't wanna oh, be the man oh, by your oh, side oh, Don't wanna oh, be the tears oh, in your eye. Don't matter if you change your lifestyle. Don't wanna be, don't wanna be, don't wanna be the man by your side. Don't wanna be the tears in your eye. Don't wanna be, don't wanna be, don't wanna be, no, I don't wanna be. Don't wanna be the man by your side. Don't wanna be. Yikes! (laughs) Yikes!
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Like I'm so overwhelmed First and foremost Secondly It's very very rare That we have an in-studio audience And you just made an impact So much <laughs> uh-huh. so That the staff Are now moving Out of the booth And into studio Yeah That says yeah. a lot No that's very very cool I'm sensing the little Caribbean vibe And I'm loving it Yeah So since I could Click to the beat Don't wanna be don't. Can I now join the band For <laughs> Yes We can have this whole Flippin International Intercontinental vibe I see this going I think it's good yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming in today. Thank you for You guys us. are it's so, so fun. awesome. Um, Cindy on WeChat says, Not many people can perform so perfectly live that without the auto-tune support. Much respect from a new fan in Ireland. Yeah. So I'm so, so chuffed yeah. about that. And I love it. I love it. This is what Untapped Talent is all about. So one more time, uh, Facebook, Twitter, website.
5: So Twitter, at Curious Incident. Uh, Facebook is The Curious Incident. And website is
0: thecuriousincident.com. You can check out our music on SoundCloud as well and then dum dum dum. later on today, the release of your music video for money. Yeah. So, so money. chuffed about that. Money. KV, Mirko, Dan, and Diego, thank you guys so much for joining me this thank morning. You, thank so, you. so awesome. And thank you for listening in as well. What's Untapped Talents without you? You and I have a thing going, and it's always so awesome that we join each other every single Wednesday from 9 till 10 a.m. right here on cliffcentral.com. If you want more of these guys, the podcast will be up in an hour's time or so. And of course, how about we just sign off with one of their songs. But until next week, my name is Sia, and I'll see ya.